Hey, bitches. Welcome back to Amir and Tree After Dark. We're back. So, um, we both have a little bit of updating to do. I mean, we kind of did updating last time, but even more updating. Um, so, I don't know if many of you know, but I was dating someone. I got dumped on Sunday, um, which is really fun. Um, but he's a good person. We ended on good terms-ish. Like, we're okay right now. I have nothing but love for him. But um, I'm not going to go into too much detail with it just because I respect his privacy and I respect mine. But I think it would be a really great way to segue into the idea of mental health. I don't know if you guys know. Some of you might. But um, Amir and I already recorded an episode on mental health. And then the file got corrupted and all this junk happened. But it's a great day to talk about it because Amira and I are both going through things with mental health right now and um, I'm sure you have a lot to say about it Uh, you are struggling with the idea of being an influencer and social media and all its glory so you can go ahead and talk a little bit about it 100% I'm like a pretty like a mentally kind of unstable person but kind of (laughs) stable at the same time I have my life pretty put together, but the, in the sense of social media, we kind of talked about it a little bit in the last episode, but this is a time that we're really going to get all down and dirty into the little details. Yeah. Having a social media platform, yes, it is so amazing. Having such a large platform with so many loving supporters, that is something that I am so thankful and grateful for, and it has changed my life in so many good ways. But what a lot of influencers, a lot of people with large social media platforms don't talk about is every single downside of being an influencer. The amount of hate we get is understandable. We get a lot of hate based on everything we do. You have to watch every move you do. You have to be super careful about what you say. And when I gained my social media platform, I was like completely, I came in there with a blind eye. I had no idea how this was going to work. I kind of had to figure out everything on my own with my mom and my close friends around me, especially you. You got to watch everything mm-hmm. come into I remember when now. you were like 50K and everything. It was like just the start of it, like the very, very beginning, even like 25K. And you were just like, what is happening? And now here you are with almost 500K. Um, big congratulations. I'm very, very, very proud of you. But um, yeah, it was just like you were trying to navigate it. And you still are, obviously. You're just a growing influencer. And it takes a while to get used to. And I know you have your lows all the time. Like, I'll get a text from her and she'll be like, oh, my God, I literally hate this. I want a break. But at the same time, like, brands expect content and your followers and fans expect content. And I know most people are, like, really respectful about, like, oh, my God, take your time, whatever. But Social media doesn't wait for anyone, if we're being honest here. And it's also the thing that I know a lot of my friends and I who are who also have large platforms. I'm in touch with the TikTok community, you know. A lot of the things that we worry about is like, what if, first of all, how to not get canceled? That is something really, really big. That's how I see it. I literally try to avoid the drama or anything surrounding being canceled as much as I can. Mm-hmm. that's like the number one priority is like let's not get myself canceled today you know what is yes. a, some content that won't cause controversy what is going to help me grow my platform one what is going to help me gain followers what is me helping what is going to help me gain more a variety of, of people on my mm-hmm. platform 
And it's always like, how can I use my platform for good? You know, because the one thing about drama and all that stuff in the cancel culture is it's really hard to pull yourself out of it once you're in it, you know? It is like, okay, for example, Zoe Laverne, she's having a child. We don't know if it's very, very true or not, but okay, she kissed a 13 year old. That's inexcusable. That's totally wrong. But at the same time, people make mistakes, live like, okay, we've been dragging her for how many months now? Yeah, like it's getting tiring. And I think last episode, if you guys listened to it, we talked about Brooklyn, like XOXO or whatever her username is. You're dragging her too, right? For months and months. She's 16. Okay, she messed up a little. She traveled without a mask and we got in, no regulations, and she apologized. But here we are dragging on cancel culture while the girl's just trying to do her makeup. Zoe Liveran's trying to live her life. Let her go. Let them go. Let people be a little bit. Like, yeah, people make mistakes, but the thing about influencers and Everything is people will hold you to your mistakes forever and ever and ever as if they don't make them themselves. Like, yeah, you make mistakes too, but the difference is you have five followers and they have 500,000 followers. And Everyone is so quick to judge, but I want mm-hmm. you to put yourself in their position. I want you to put yourself into my shoes. Social media is not my main priority in life. It is not where I'm going to see my life. I want to become a doctor. I want to become a cardiothoracic surgeon. I've been working that since I was a very young child that Mm -hmm. is my priority in life social media is not so put yourself in my shoes when you are so quick to judge every single thing about my life I want you to remember I have almost half a million people on my ass every single day Mm -hmm. through snapchat text message emails instagram twitter tiktok and it's not just one social media platform I have to worry about it's also I have all these other platforms that I'm also on. And what makes it worse is that I'm starting to get recognized in public more and more as the days go on. My friends have witnessed me getting stopped in public. My mom got to finally witness it. Mm-hmm. And I've been on call with you when it happened. I remember things, but like, it's just like, there's no privacy anymore. There isn't. And that's something that you kind of have to accept when you are gaining a social media platform. But at the same time, respect it like I went to Ohio I'm going to New York in March Mm -hmm. the world is changing not everything is always COVID this COVID that COVID that you know my mom is in the medical field a lot of my family members are when we travel we are safe but that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you go quick to just assume oh she's traveling she doesn't care or she's only thinking about herself well there is a point where you do only have to think about yourself I always tell my mom this. There are points in your life where you do have to be selfish. I always think about things as in a business perspective. And that's, that is a pro and con when you do think about certain things. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just have to be self- selfish and yeah. selfless for your yeah. own good. Yeah. And that's a really great way for me to talk a little bit about the breakup and everything too. Um, yes. Yes. Breakups can be messy. And yes, they can be well thought out like you know like done well and whatever and ended maturely but at the end of the day if you're in a relationship and sometimes you feel like you need to put yourself first you are allowed to you know like if it is hurting your mental health please put yourself first and that's why like communication is such an important thing and I think Amir and I both learned this the hard way in relationships but um if you don't communicate it's always bound to end and it's taken a toll on both of our mental health and we refuse to admit it for a while. And I'm sure you can vouch for this more than I can, but 
you've been on social media when you were at your lowest and no one knew. And that's kind of the sad part about media and just kind of like living life, I guess, is that um, sometimes you can't express your emotions freely and you just kind of have to like put on a fake smile and go on with it because no one wants to hear your bullshit every day about like, oh, I got broken up with or oh, I'm struggling with this or that. No one like people care. Yes, but not if it's like an everyday thing. And I know you were at your lows for like weeks and weeks on end when you broke up with Calvin and um, it was hard for you, but you still had to create content for your brands and whatever, whatever. And you couldn't really like leave social media. And that was another thing that caused you to kind of want to quit for a while. And right now I really don't want to be posting or whatever and the heck whatever's happening and school even you don't want to do school for the time being and I didn't want to do I don't want us to do school now but here we are trying to like you know live our lives so it's extremely stressful it takes a toll on your mental health tremendously and Mm -hmm. that's something that I try to use my platform to raise awareness about is everyone's always like be careful what you post on social media it's gonna follow you for the rest of your life Mm-hmm. okay so let it let it because you, you know? know what I will always stand my ground my mom a few nights ago we literally had this conversation because my grandma was tearing down me because of my podcast she was excessively hating and being really rude to me because I was expressively talking about my life on my podcast mm-hmm. because I was saying fuck shit bitch she was having a heart attack and like putting me down for it and my mom came into my room and was just like you I'm going to always stand behind you no matter what whether it be if you're wrong or right I'm always going to stand behind you and that's something that I want everyone to understand have Mm -hmm. someone in your life whether it be your parents your best friend your damn dog for all I care Mm -hmm. have someone that you can openly talk to who will always be there for you because Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for my mom and tree during my breakup and if it wasn't for the girls in my neighborhood I would still be struggling so badly because I was tearing myself down because we broke up yeah and like trust me like I the night I got dumped like it was like bad and all my friends know Amira knows I was just like crying and I wouldn't stop crying but it's no one's fault at the end of the day that your mental health is at a low really there's no one else to blame life happens and there are highs and lows of it and that's all right but you have to have a support system And we mentioned this the first time we recorded this episode too, is if you don't have a strong support system, you can't expect to pull yourself out of the gutter. Sometimes it is okay to rely on people. Yes, people will be like, oh my God, you need to be independent and, you know, be like self-servant and whatever, whatever. Yes, you do. You need to have a level of independence and be able to function on your own. But it is okay to rely on people sometimes when you cannot pull yourself up. It is so, so okay. And I don't know who needs to hear that today, but remember that you don't always have to have independence like I always tell Tree Tree is my rock in my life Mm -hmm. she is my safe she is my person that I she knows every detail about my life and every little piece of information that I have she knows and I I'm the same for her yeah and that is why that we have this healthy relationship of who we are. That is why who we are. That's basically why we're here recording a podcast is because of how close we are, no matter the distance, no matter how far we are, no matter where we are in our life, we have each other. Yeah. And that's another thing that I really wanted to talk about for a while because people have been asking me, but long distance friendships, relationships, whatever the heck shift it is, if it 
really if you really want it if it is meant to be like that you will put an effort past that to be in the friendship to be in the relationship and yes certain things will take a toll on your mental health but again our friendship for example i'm just going to take amira and i we've never fought ever and it's like weird but like at the same time it makes so much sense in my head that we've never fought because we're so openly commune like we openly communicate so well and we kind of just know everything and even if she's in the wrong I'll correct her and she won't ask me twice and if I'm in the wrong she'll correct me and I won't ask her twice because we just trust that each other knows what's best and if you don't have that sense of communication with everyone in your life or like the key people in your life, you're really not going to get anywhere. You know, we also know how to respect each other's boundaries. Like not all the time when someone is in the wrong, you say it right away. Like the other night, Kelvin came back into my life. He's not in here anymore because he's blocked. Yes, you're welcome. Yes, thank (laughs) you. But I was consuming certain substances when I was in a relationship with him that I shouldn't have. And I was doing it again because I was still in contact with him. She didn't say anything because she wanted to see where it was going to go. She wanted to see if this was going to be my happiness again. But when Mm -hmm. I called her the other night saying, I'm broken again because of him, and I don't know what to do, she said, she told me, you were consuming these substances. I saw it. Here's the issue now. We need to fix it. It's about respecting boundaries, communication, and being on the same page with one another. Yeah, and we're not even like, listen, we're just talking friendship level. And even in friendship, if it's that important in friendships, imagine how important it is in relationships. And we both learned that. You have to know when it is right to tell someone that they are in the wrong. If you are jumping the gun, and this kind of applies to you on social media too. Yes, people are in the wrong sometimes on social media. And I'm sure they're very aware of it. People are wrong in real life too, obviously, because influencers are real people. But it is not okay to jump the gun and call them out for it when I'm sure they already realize that they've messed up and just need some time to fix it themselves. Like breathe a little. Yes, they get it. They messed up. You don't have to remind them for the next seven months, you know, or you don't even have to tell them the day they messed up. Give them a break. Let them learn their lesson. Like you don't have to always call them out on it the day it happens, you know? Exactly. And a lot of people on social media, no matter the platform, they never put themselves in that same thing. They kind of put themselves on their own pedestal because they're like, oh, I would never do that. I'm pretty sure you said the N-word in your home privately to a song. Exactly. And like, I think that people forget that everyone on social media is human just like you. And I'm like, people say it thousands and thousands of times over, but I don't think it clicks in anyone's head. People are human. Like, they are exactly like you. They just have a following. And that's the difference with influencers and just regular people is that someone has one eye on them, like one set of eyes. And then the other has five million. And there's a difference because being called out by one person is okay. But being called out by five million people is kind of painful and kind of tiring and exhausting to deal with, especially when you know you're in the wrong and you're tired of hearing over and over. Now, listen, if I told Amira every day, hey, he was really bad for you. Remember, he was really bad for you. Remember that? Remember that? Obviously, she's going to break down and start crying again. And if she did the same to me, remember, oh, this happened. This happened. It's going to be bad for the both of us. But both of us have pointed it out to each other once or twice. And that was that. We understood. We moved on. 
it is the way you tell them they are wrong, not the amount of times you say it. I promise you, if you have a civil conversation with someone one time, rather than saying, bitch, you're in the wrong, Mm -hmm. it would make the most difference. Mm -hmm. And like, honestly, sometimes mistakes and like certain things are very trust the process. Like, yes, I made a mistake. Trust the process that I will learn it for myself. I will understand. And I know, like, I trust me, I do it too. When influencers make a mistake i just want to be like oh my god please fix it please fix it please fix it just take accountability for it but i'm sure they're dealing with it on their own time doing their best to cope with it too let them be people learn on their own time some people will learn faster than others but at the end of the day we are all human and have the right to make mistakes another thing so many of you guys have been dming us asking us for advice and i love giving it to you and i'm sure amir does too but we are not your professional help. And I've gotten so many people asking me like, oh my God, I don't want to tell anyone, but I might kill myself. And I'm like, okay. Um, I- oh my gosh. Yes. We need to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, listen, we can't be doing this. Like you need to tell someone. It is so important to tell someone if you are on the verge of anything like that, anything triggering. If you are, we are not doctors yet. Okay, we <laughs> are not certified medical personnel yes, yet. Please. I can only save your life as far as a certified medical administrative assistant goes. But yeah. other than that, I cannot save your life. Can't help you. Like I really, really like. Trust me. I'm sure Amira and I wish we could look fly out and like help every single one of you who need it but professional help is scary and we both get that sometimes it is so so necessary i've done it to amira ask her she's been in the same position where she's come to me for professional advice and she ended up having to go to a hospital because she needed the professional help i am not a doctor i cannot like i'm not certified to save her life like that i can be on the phone and be as much emotional support as i can but at one point it requires a professional and please please do not be afraid to go to a professional because i think it scares the both of us when we get dm saying someone's about to commit suicide yes also i want you to logically think about this god forbid you commit suicide it doesn't work out in your favor if you get what i mean trigger warning but oh yeah let's say you are in the hospital your parent comes up to you asks you why didn't you reach out Oh, well, I texted Amira, and she's a popular influencer, and she always said my DMs were open. Every nurse and doctor in that room will turn their head and look at you like you're insane. Yeah, like, listen, there's a level to which our DMs are open, and we are always here to listen to your problems and whatever, whatever, relationship problems, every single problem, and we'll try, and any advice that you need, we'll do our best, but if it is some, if it, oh, English, if it is some serious issue, remember that um, we can only do so much as to help you. And at one point, it is no longer in our hands, but and you are adding to the stress of our lives by putting your life in our hands at that point. Because, like, God forbid you're coming us to seek for advice. Like, well, if you try pulling a Hannah Baker with her guidance counselor and we're kind of – and we give you as much as advice as, you can, as we can and yeah. you go ahead and do that act, mm-hmm. that is going to affect our lives tremendously. Yeah. And it's going to be, like, traumatic too. Like, I have this um, – I'm not going to ever say, like, social media names or whatever, but there was this girl in my DMs and she literally, like, kept texting me about how, like, she was, like, going through things and whatever – 
And then I got a text saying, I'm going to kill myself if you don't talk to me every day. And I was like, um, like I was like genuinely concerned because this girl was like DMing me every other day about something going on wrong in her life and how she like wanted to die. And I was like, okay, please get help. Please get help. Please get help. And then she goes, I'm going to kill myself if you don't text me every day. And I was like, look, um, I like, I'll try. I'm sorry. My DMs are like flooded, but I will try. And like, I haven't heard from her in like a good like week and a half. And I texted her and she hasn't texted me back. Uh, you know, like that's just not helping with that anything. Is mentally so stressful yeah. because you are now not only worrying about your life, you are worrying if this person is on the verge of ending theirs. Yeah, like okay, listen. Um, we love you all. Like I can't express it to you how much we all love you. Um, but 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 we have our own sanity to worry about at one point and trust me i don't think either of us want to be worrying about if any of you guys are alive right now we all want you alive and healthy please. and breathing and breathing and bre- yeah alive healthy and breathing please um so don't do anything stupid if you need help please don't be afraid to get help our dms are open if you need support getting help but we are not the professional help you are seeking because I can vouch for both of us and say we are equally as mentally unstable as you oh, are. Yeah. I promise you that. Yeah, we literally, it's so bad. <laughs> We're kind of exposing ourselves here, but I will like push aside all my mental problems and be like, okay, Amira, I'm pulling together. And then the next day, Amira will push aside everything I told her and be like, Marie, get it together. Come on now. And it's like so bad. It's actually awful. But y- y'all need to understand we are struggling to keep each other alive. Yeah, like it's an actual daily concern. If Amira doesn't text me all day, I'm kind of concerned that she's, um, you know, deceased, dead, but yeah, no big deal or anything. Um, it's happened before. What? No. Anyway. Yeah, uh, no, literally. Oh we god. all know the DMV story by now. Oh my god, yes. If you don't know the DMV story, quick summary. Amira called me when I was at the DMV getting my license saying that she wanted to die. And then she started doing her makeup. And while I was at the counter, the lady was like, Do you need a do you need a minute? And my mom's screaming at me, and here I am trying to get Amira to not kill herself. Um anyway, she's alive now, breathing and well. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, it's happened before and it'll probably happen again, to be quite honest, because we're emotionally unstable, but we will be alive and well to record your next podcast episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Priorities. (laughs) How it's been going. We still need to become doctors. We trust me, we have it together. That is our, like, safe, this, this is what's keeping us alive. Yeah, like the fine line. The fine line that we're walking is each other and the doctor thing. That's literally it. Yeah, yeah, yes. It, even though medical school will kill us even more than yeah. our lives already are, becoming a doctor is on that very, very spaghetti noodle thin line of us keeping each other alive. It's actually bad. It's like a balance beam thing. But we're getting very good at this stunt thing. Like it's, it's an expertise. It's a learned talent. But, but that kind of like shows you guys that we have our lows too. Like, yes, we've gone through it all. I'm pretty sure nearly everything. And there are points in our life where you will hit rock bottom. We've hit rock bottom. Both of us have hit rock bottom in 2020. I remember it so clearly for the both of us. It was awful. But I kind of met her at my rock bottom and she kind of met me at hers. And then we hmm, fixed it, kind of. (laughs) We're we're kind of like still like rock climbing our way out. But sometimes we trip a little bit. But sometimes we like get really, really far. But 
sometimes but, you stumble, sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we're still alive and breathing. So please keep yourself alive and breathing as well. Yeah. And if you feel like you are going to stop breathing soon, call 911 <laughs> or any medical personnel. Please. Yes, please, please, please get professional help. Remember that, like, I know um, a lot of people, like, have this mindset when it's, like, that kind of feeling, but people will miss you. Like, will genuinely miss you, and their lives will be so heavily impacted by you. You might not know it, but, like, the, like, grocery guy you see every week will remember your face, okay? Like, I promise you. And obviously, your friends, they will not sit at the empty lunch table and be like, Oh my god, so how's your day? Like, no one's gonna say that, okay? You'll all be depressed as fuck because you are dead. So please do not, like, even think that way. Everyone will be affected by, the like, your loss. It is so, 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 so important that you recognize how valuable you are to so many people. And I know it's the most cliche line ever. Like, oh my god, everyone loves you. You are so loved. And even if you don't, because there has been so many points in my life where I'm just like, no one loves me. But then Tree's literally like, Amira, you have like 70 guys, dead ass, head over heels in love with you. You have me, your mother. You have your father figure in your life now. Mm -hmm. And you have half a million other people who keep up with your daily life. So you need to not fucking end your life, Amira. Yeah, it's really like, she really like tests my limits every day. I promise. God, this girl. But- if we can stay alive through, like, everything, so can you, okay? It is – mental health is a touchy subject for a lot of people. And, yes, um, it's hard to deal with sometimes, but it always gets better. That's my favorite thing about rock bottom, and it's kind of sad, like, weird. But hitting rock bottom, the best part about it is you really can't go lower. You know that that is your lowest, and if you can pull yourself out of that – you can pull yourself out of anything. And yes, Amira and I have our very, very standard, regular emotional breakdowns where we cry for like two hours on end about random things that have happened in our lives. And then you'll see us on TikTok, like within the hour, posting about some stupid thing that happened. But we haven't too. But the thing is, we know that we've pulled ourselves out of the lowest. So we'll be okay. I think that's like the perfect way to just like, you know, like, conclude yeah (laughs) is that once you hit rock bottom it's so cliche but the only way you're going is up and that's kind of the way you have to see it and i know a lot of you are fucking pessimistic but Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to be just a little bit more optimistic and you have to realize that things do get better Mm -hmm. whether it be five ten years from now it is going to get better Mm -hmm. and like when we say time heals it really 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 does and time could be two weeks and time can be 10 years like amira said and i know corona has like got all of us in this depressed ass like mental state but it always gets better and you just have to hold on that's it that's it i hope you guys enjoyed ladies and gentlemen and Mm -hmm. i hope you are mentally stable alive and breathing as well yeah you better come to listen to our next episode Okay, we'll be keeping track. We see the views. We'll be keeping track. track. If they are not the same, we will be dialing 911. (laughs) For all of you. Okay, we love you all. Bye. Bye, bitches.